Hello, this is Caleb with God's Loving Sacrifice Podcast, where we talk about the Word of God and how it helps us get through today's world. I hope you learn and grow as you listen. Today we want to talk about something very special. Um, All of you know that I love music. If you've listened to any of my podcasts, you've probably heard me mention music more than once. And this time I want to talk about a song that is an old song. It says, it's so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know, thus saith the Lord. We trust him because when he says something, he does it. He's made covenants with his people. All through the Bible, there were different covenances. A big covenant in the Bible is marriage. And how many covenants do we make with people? Promises. Can they say, thus saith you? Or do you make promises that you don't keep? A covenant is a commitment between two people. When you look at the covenants in the Bible, it's a commitment between God and his people. They establish rules. They make promises. They guarantee blessings. And times they even threaten curses if you don't do it. There has been many notable covenances in the Bible, and God keeps his promises. But do we keep our promises? If we're to be Christ-like, is a promise something that we should just let go? Well, I said I would do it, but this came along and this came along, and so now I can't do it. Or is it just excuses? Let's look at some of the covenants that God made with his people and think of what it would have been like if he didn't follow through on his. God made a covenant with Noah and with the earth that he would never flood the world again. In Genesis 9, 13 through 15, it says, I set my rainbow in the cloud and it shall be for a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. It shall be when I bring a cloud over the earth that the rainbows shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of flesh. The water shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. Think about that if he didn't keep that promise. Um, Especially if he saw the world right now, he might be very tempted to do the same thing he did back then. But it was a promise. And God never breaks his promises. God also made a covenant with Abraham. And that was the gift of the land that God was giving them. In Genesis 15, 18, it says, On the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying to your descendants, I have given you this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. So, That was another covenant that God made, another covenant that God kept. Even in the Old Testament, there was a book called the Book of Covenant. And in that book was the Ten Commandments, which is part of covenants. In Exodus, as they were trying to get out of bondage, Exodus 24-7 said, Then he took the Book of the Covenant and read in the hearing of the people. And they said, All that the Lord has said we shall do and be obedient. Be obedient. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be obedient. We're supposed to remember the Ten Commandments. We're supposed to remember our promises. 
God made a covenant with David. And to me, this is one of the most beautiful covenants that God had made. It promises a permanent dynasty. Um, in 2 Samuel seven fifteen through 17, it says, But my mercy shall not depart from him as I took it from Saul, whom I removed before you. And your house and your kingdom shall be established forever before you. Your throne shall be established forever. According to all these words and according to all this vision, so Nathan spoke to David. Jesus was a descendant of David. It was a promise that God made. In all of this, there was something that was called the Ark of the Covenant. And the Ark of the Covenant rested in the temple. It was in the Holy of Holies, and it was the place where God came to speak to his people. The priest had to go in, and they only could go in at specific times and in specific ways, and they had to follow all the rules, and you couldn't touch the ark. But what was the covenant that the ark promised? The thing that I always thought was cool about the Ark of the Covenant was that inside the Ark of the Covenant was three items. One of them was the Ten Commandments. One of them was a bowl of manna. And the other was Aaron's rod that had budded. And you know what those symbolize? Those symbolize for all of us, but for the people there. It was the Ten Commandments, the laws, how they followed God. The manna was how God fed them, and the budding rod was how God ruled them. The one covenant that we all remember is the New Testament covenant, which was Jesus Christ. What if he hadn't kept his promise? Where would we be now? Luke twenty two nineteen through 20 says, And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it. And gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. Jesus was the covenant. And the ark of the covenant was a foreteller of Jesus Christ. But much more than that, the ark of the covenant the only reason that the priests could only go into it was because that's where God was. And no one could look upon God. No one could touch God. No one could go into that area. You had to be totally holy to be able to do it. Like I said, it was the foreteller of Jesus when Jesus died on the cross. The, the veil was rent when Jesus died. And what came back? Jesus came back, but there was something the promise of the Ark of the Covenant was the promise that God would always be there. So when Jesus came, God was there. When Jesus died and returned and then returned to the Father, how could he always be there when him and Jesus were in heaven? He left us the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, you could not go into the Holy of Holies. Now we can come right before his throne. And it's a promise that he made to us that he would be there forever. When we make promises, we should make those promises like God made his promises. As Christians, when we make promises and we don't keep those, does it put a stumbling block up for someone? It could. 
And we have to be careful with our lives and with our actions, how other people see us, how other people discern the spirit around us. God keeps promises and he expects us to be promise keepers. I pray that you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any comments or questions, you can leave a message by contacting me on the website at www.godslovingsacrifice.com. And while you're there, you can catch up on all the other episodes, check out the reviews, and even read the blog. You can also leave a comment on Facebook at God's Loving Sacrifice. Thank you for spending time with us today. And until next time, may God richly bless and keep you.